Can you have a thriving business when you have a chronic illness? I know a lot of people think it's not possible, but I know that it is. And I invited Michelle Weger onto the show to talk about just that on episode five of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. I'm really excited to have Michelle on the podcast today to talk about a belief that impacts people who struggle with their health. And so we're going to get into that in a second. But first, Michelle, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody who you are and what you do. My name is Michelle Weger, and I own a website development and business automation company called Venture Creative Collective. We specialize in creating websites and processes and systems that actually earn you more money than they cost, which shockingly is an extremely rare thing in this industry. Most websites cost more than they will ever earn, which is nuts. And most businesses take a huge amount of admin time on behalf of the business owner. And the average is 13 hours a week, actually, of your time is on tasks that can and should be automated. So that's what we specialize on is finding those areas that you're wasting your precious time and automating them so you can spend that time on better things, which could be higher income generating tasks, or it could be just spending more time with your family and enjoying your life. Or taking care of yourself, which segues beautifully into what we're going to talk (laughs) Yeah. So this entire season of the podcast is talking about beliefs and rules and things that we've been taught to believe, but that often hold us back. And one of the things that I know, having talked to people and experienced it myself, is it's hard to think of yourself as a business owner that's supposed to be out there working hard and make money if you also have any kind of health concern. Today, we're going to talk about that because I know personally, you can relate to this. So maybe introduce yourself on that side in the story and we can chat more about how that doesn't have to be true. Absolutely. It sure does not have to be true. It is definitely a mindset to choose whether or not you're going to fall into that trap of that belief or if you're going to allow yourself to have the success that you deserve. And in my case, I have narcolepsy, which is a super rare neurological disorder. Anyone who's seen rat race or videos of some fainting uh, llamas or sheeps or dogs will be able to know what I'm talking about here. And it's that my body will always be significantly more sleepy than anyone else's. So They say that it's the equivalent of a normal person having not slept, being awake for 48 hours is how I live my life every day. And so logically speaking, you would think that that would make it nearly impossible to hold a job or definitely have a business. And even statistically, that is true. Only one third of people with narcolepsy will ever be employed and only 1% will ever make over $100,000 in a single year. So I thankfully am not any of those norms. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of beliefs that can come in there. One is, what am I able to do if I'm sick? What am I actually capable of? And sometimes we don't see how to marry together not being able to work constantly with what you can still achieve, right? It doesn't have to be one or the other all the time, but everybody gets so stuck in their one lane of this is how things have to look in order to create success that they don't look outside the lines for what else could exist. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I think that the main reason that I've been able to 
overcome the statistics is the fact that I didn't just look inside the box of what is normal. Great example, typical business hours. Most businesses either, you know, seven to four, maybe it's nine to five. It's certainly not 1030, which is the time that I start working. And when I first tried to start a business, I tried to fit into those conventional hours and it did not work. And I could have either continued to struggle I could have quit or I could augment my business to fit my needs. And surprise, when I did that, the business didn't plummet. I didn't lose a ton of clients and it's grown significantly over the years. And the more transparent I've been about not only, hey, this is who I am and this is my story, people identify with your story. And by making sure that the business fit what I needed, that ensured that I would be able to deliver the best value because I was my best self whenever I was working. Yeah. Well, and a lot of what you do for your clients with automation saves them time. This is all the time everybody thinks they have to be working constantly, but if you can put the right systems into place so that you're not having to do all the work all the time, especially the stuff that you may not be as good at. ADHD is one of the things that I have been working with. That means that there are things that if I just tried to do them the way everybody else does, I just wouldn't get it done properly. So you need to figure out what the workaround is. If you get stuck in, it only can work in one way. I mean, that's what's happened to get stuck. Yep, you absolutely do. And I'm actually a firm believer. A lot of people say to double down on your strengths. What I say is actually triple down on your weaknesses. So find the areas that you're the least strong at. And in my case, it's always going to be the areas that having narcolepsy effects. And I'm sure for you, same with disorder. And so those are the areas that you have two options. You either need to get magically better at them, which surprise when it's an illness or a disability, that's not actually an option, right? And so you have to find a way around them or find a way to make up for them. And when you do that, all of a sudden you'll be significantly stronger in that area than the average person is. So instead of being feeling less than or worrying that that's how you're being perceived, you'll actually gain a reputation for being significantly stronger than normal in that area because you've tripled down on it. And then combine that with the gifts that you are naturally great at, you'll have a business that is significantly more successful than an average one would be. I love that. I love it so much because we don't feel comfortable asking for support a lot of the time, right? Everybody thinks I just have to do it. That's one of my words when I hear anybody say, I'm just going to do it. I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> stop just yeah. trying to force yourself through the brick wall you can't get through and go look for a door or a window somewhere else. And that's what you're saying, right? Like go get that support and then you are going faster and better than everybody else by being willing to not just think that it's a matter of hammering through the thing that's so hard until you finally succeed, which is just futile. It's a waste of our time. Yeah, no one has the time or energy for that. Illness or not, nobody has the ability to sustain that type of truly difficult life and work. So don't bother. I mean, ironically, in the whole belief thing, it's people choose not to bother because they feel like they can't do something. But in this case, like, don't bother going down those conventional paths that are not going to lead to as good and, well, easy as outcomes as if you actually lean into the area that you perceive as your weakness, because it's not actually. No, and that's an amazing point. It brings the idea of everybody's all or nothing, right? It's black or white. Either I can do it the way I think I'm supposed to do it, or I may as well not do it at all. <laughs> it's like, okay, are you sure there's not just another way? And this is a conversation I have with my clients. I constantly stop thinking it has to be this way or that way. What's some other thing in the middle? 
and we always come up with something. It's not magic how it's always possible. You just have to look at it from the right perspective. So is there anything that you really want people to know when they think, whether, you know, there's chronic illness, whether it's any kind of illness I had, you know, a health issue come up this year where I wasn't able to work as much. So I know that there are a lot of people who feel like they just don't have the time to make their business bigger, right? So maybe they're running a business, but they feel like they have to keep it small because they don't have the capacity to go beyond that. What do you want them to know? This is how I started in on automation in the first place. Um, Our business, when we started it, and today's actually the anniversary, so it's very timely to be recording the podcast today. It was a website design business and it was fine, but I was not going to be able to compete with the quick response times or the ability to meet in person early hours that a normal, and if I was on video for everyone, you can see, you know, I always quote normal quotations because that's such a silly word anyways, but conventional business owners in the same niche could do. And so I had to start using automation to make up for that. So autoresponders then automatic scheduling. And when I started this, this was back in the days when most of us had never even used an automated checkout machine yet. Automation was not a normal thing. And now it's becoming much more streamlined and much more normal in our lives for really big businesses. But I was a brand new business. At the very beginning, I was still working as a waitress part-time because until my income was going to be consistent enough, I couldn't risk not being able to pay my rent or my car, right? And so there was no systems available at the time for smaller businesses. And even today, it can be quite hard to find them. And so I think you need to figure out all the places where you could potentially drop a ball because of your illness. Places where, like, look at your business as a whole and say, okay, if I had to take a week off out of the blue, unplanned, would it be okay? What would happen? What systems and whether it's technology or other people, what plans are in place? I think that as people who have chronic illnesses or disorders or disabilities, it's more in the forefront of our mind that if something happens or even when something happens, we are probably more likely to be planning that or thinking about it. But I think even normal entrepreneurs, uh, they aren't thinking about it as common. And yet the thing is, something bad could happen to anybody at any point. It doesn't just have to be related to our illnesses, right? And so having systems, technology, and plans in place where if you did have to take time off out of the blue, not only is it vitally important for the long-term success and protection of any business, but it also is the best stress reducer you can possibly have. You know, if you just want to take a day off because you're, for me, exhausted, super tired, I need to be able to do that without the potential that the business could be destroyed or even just that people would be upset or feel like I disappeared. And so I think that automation is the absolute best way to do that. And that's why over the years, we added more and more and more and more to our own business. And it was over the last couple of years that we realized that every business needs this. And that's when we started offering it to businesses as a whole, rather than just doing it internally. Yeah. And I think that important piece that you said there that I would pull on even further is if you just want to take a day off, if you just think, you know what, I've been working hard or I would love to go take a week 
at a cottage. Like it doesn't have to be because of illness, but we all need to give ourselves permission to work less and still have our businesses run smoothly. And that's a lot of what I know you teach, but it pulls into maybe other people don't have illness that is part of what makes them think they can't go, 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 go. But I don't really think anybody should be go, 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 going unless they really love that. And the percentage of people who actually really love that is not nearly as high as the people who are doing it. Bingo. Yeah. The saying that everyone has the same 24 hours in the day, that's such one of those hustle statements that they say. I always love to say, no, they don't. Because yeah, sure. The average person, I think when they give you these hustle stats, they're like, oh, but you only need five or six hours sleep. And then the rest of the time you can work the whole time. Well, I need 10 hours of sleep to be functional at all. So I know I don't have the same 24 hours and that's okay. Because anyone who is using their 24 hours like that every single day will inevitably burn out. It is not possible or realistic to do that long term. And when you try and do that, that's where one day you wake up with a business you hate. And I think that's the most tragic entrepreneurial scenario because it happens far too often. Oh, you're absolutely right. People go into business because they want to do something like they love and then they accidentally end up resenting it for a million reasons. And so that's so many of the reasons that you want to be looking at figuring out what you actually enjoy and how to make it work for yourself. So Michelle, I know you have a program that helps people automate. So why don't you tell them a little bit about that as we wrap up? Absolutely. We have been working with uh, multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs for a while now to do in-person automation strategy days and implementation. And the results they achieve is absolutely staggering. As someone who, when I started my business, I really, really needed that automation and it didn't exist. I had to learn to code to be able to make my own. Even today, with the processes and the softwares that do exist, it's really hard to choose the right one, to know how to use it, how to integrate it with your other systems. And so we've created a program to make it easier for business owners to build better client journeys so they can get more of their ideal clients and deliver better results for those clients. And how we've done this is that we've created a pre-built system of the main go-to automations that every business should have early on. So whether it's online invoicing, online booking and scheduling and automated emails that go out, because when someone buys from you, for them to be able to get an email that genuinely says, thanks, those small things make a huge difference. And most of the smaller businesses and newer businesses don't have it yet. But when you start integrating those things, those 13 hours I talked about earlier per week, all of a sudden they're getting freed up and just imagine what you can do with them. And so that's this program that we've created. It guides you through using the pre-built automations we created to customize them to be for your business because every business is unique and the language that you want to use is of course going to be different than other businesses. And this way you learn how to make those changes yourself and you'll be able to have the control over the automations to make them the way you need it for your business. Awesome. So we will link to your program in the show notes so people can go go and check it out. And in the meantime, thank you for joining me today and talking to me and us about how we can create all kinds of amazing things without having to work all the time, that there are all kinds of ways that we can create a business. Even if we have an illness, even if we have other things pulling us in different directions, there's lots of possibilities out there. 